We are up to Perik Vav. Shar Aleph, Perik Vav. Um, the last thing, the end of Perik Hay, was all about the the way the Rav Chaim Velazhin describes the neshama of a human being as being um, a little piece of the neshama is here in us and then it tracks all the way back going all the way up to, to the upper spheres of the heavens and all etc etc um, where and and there and it's all one connected piece it's not that the neshama gets thrown down here to earth and therefore and then it's just like this independent like you know uh, thing that is in a world that it doesn't belong to but it's still tethered to its makar to its source okay you got it paragraph yeah okay Omnam adayin sarafir but we what yes I do yeah but it still needs explanation it's funny like you'd think that every paragraph every paragraph should start that way with what he's talking about right and then I have in my thing do you have what are your next words do you have a parentheses next yeah OBM yeah oh yeah the same one Kihuzal because he right so I'm not sure who wrote this his son maybe wrote this that he wrote, you know, his, the holy things he wrote in a very, very pithy way, as he always talked about hidden things like that. Like he writes himself in his introduction. That he reveals a tefach and covers up 2,000 amas, which is like a play on. The, there's a Maimar Chazal, I mean, it talks about like when a person's Fritznius, Megala Tefach and Machasa Tefach, right? That's, so he says that he, like, he reveals a Tefach, but there's a humongous iceberg uh, lurking under the water. Okay. So he's, so he... Right. So you think of Rav Chaim Vital? You're saying because Rav Chaim Vital is talking about Rav Chaim Vital. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So yes, the text does have it in parentheses, but yeah. the translator did not keep the parentheses in his translation. Really? And he just made it as part of the. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. No. It could, you know what? That, that could very well be. Then you know. Okay. You're good. Okay. So yeah. Shalok midvar of sham, because it's not like it implies in his words, right? Shahadam el haolamos who nefesh mamish says that the, the human being to the olamos, to all the worlds, is like the nefesh. Now, what he's trying to say is like this. Our nefesh inside of us operates and, and is involved in everything that we do. So every motion, every every thing that we do, our nefesh is part of us and therefore is driving all of the actions and activities and therefore has responsibility for everything that we physically do. 
and the expression and the way anything happens from the nefesh is through the guf. Nefesh can't do other stuff. It's, it's all expressed through the guf. And that's just like an Adam in our world, that everything that happens in our world is happening because of the Adam, and the Adam is this intrinsic figure in every physical thing that happens in our world. So just like the Nefesh operates as the kind of the core of the Adam and is involved in everything that's happening there, so too the Adam in this world is the, uh, is the internal engine that's making things happen and driving things as, as they go on. Thoughts, I think, are also goof. Right? I mean, I'm, I, I think so. Huh? Can't go either way. Right. Okay. But it's not exclusive. You can't say that it's exclusively part of the nefesh. It's, there's something, you know, I don't think that they figured out yet how to think. You know, I, computers so far, right. we think, can't do... They, we, they we try think. to simulate it, but they don't right. know how it really happens in the brain. Right. Um, right. They don't know how it happens in the brain. But they know that it is the brain, and they know that someone who's, you know, some, someone whose brain is, has, has an issue is not going to be able to think. That's why they think it's right. the brain. Right, right, right. So... Yeah, but I wouldn't call that a, a, a specifically nefesh ac- activity. Yeah. I could see it going either way. Yeah, no, no, I hear that. I hear it. Um, but so he says, Sheba also rega mamish gam hagufosehu tzevade lo yutachin. So what he wants to say is that at that moment, um, in our in our guf, everything that our nefesh kind of triggers happens right away. There's no. Our rut zone is what, what drives our, acti- our actions. The, and, and therefore, there's, there's like an immediacy to... I have the... I have the, the nefesh has some sort of rut zone, and that is expressed automatically in the guf. We're not aware of a lag time. Between what and what? Between our nefesh's rut zone and our guf's involvement in that. It's it's a it seems like it's a pretty seamless system, pretty integrated system. Nefesh guf. We don't say that like, uh, you know, like, why didn't you go daven yet? It's like, well, my nefesh wanted to, but my guf just like you know it took a while to get the message, so it just stayed in bed for a while until. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm thinking like this sounds very familiar. <laughs> It did, because your nefesh said, stay in bed. Part of your nefesh. I thought your nefesh said, get out of bed. No. If I were nefesh... Your nefesh is tied to your goof, that's what you said. I would, um, it's like if, if, like, if you program the lights to go on later, so the thought of the lights, so to speak, to go on later happens later. Whereas you're programming it to think later to go on. So, okay. All right. I understand. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you're saying that, like, well, the nefesh would only want tov. So, therefore, anything that's holding the nefesh back from doing that 
is something else. So, right. So I, I think it's more like, it's not that there's some sort of process that the nefesh sends out a signal and then, you know, after a while it gets to the guf. To, 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 to do the nefesh's will. But we find, and his point is, that, that we find that when we do actions now, where are the, where's the reaction, right? So every, everything that a human being does, every thought that he has, right, has some sort of reaction. So, you know, like we described before, I have, you know, somebody has a negative thought, somebody does an Avera, it doesn't make buildings collapse right on the spot. Like, we, we don't see that there's this, that the Olamos are being directly, immediately affected by what we do. So that's the kind of like dissonance between the, the, the two comparisons, between the comparison. That, that's, that's what he's pointing out. Um, now, if, if it was true that everything happened as soon as we did it, it, it impacted elsewhere. At the time that we say Kedusha down here, that should automatically trigger the malachim to be doing it immediately at the same time. That they only do it after we do it. It says, that you know um, that right the, the the comparison of our kedusha and their kedusha is because we trigger their kedusha. And then so we're saying at the Kadosh now, and then we say they will praise you. Future tense. Um, so so he's pointing out that the that, that the immediacy of the of the reaction to what we do is not as seamless as the Guf Neshama. But, but beginning of Kedusha seems to be the opposite. Which is? You did it already. Now we're just repeating it. Well, we do, right. Well, we, we do what they do. Meaning, their th- we're doing their thing. Right? But not... Because they did it. That's a riot for the Sahashkinas. That's a riot for the Sahashkinas. That's a riot for the Because we don't say that to Musaf, because we already said it in Shachris, and they were Makadish when we said it. Oh, very good. Yusuf Sfarad, it's a question. I'm missing it. Very good. So, but then he said, yeah. But he says, he says, but right before the Haggah, what is it? What's he rejecting? That that there is a a very direct um, comparison between guf neshama, human being world. 
I believe. Okay, the Hagam demilishna shazoar. So he says, but the lashon of the zoar says, that. Wait, wait, what's that yachad that you say? Yeah, yeah, at the beginning. Keser Oh, that's Musa. Yeah, so what do you say? Right? So he wants to say that it's not literally Yachad, it's us and then them. But it's considered Yachad. The whole sentence seems to be saying, we're just imitating you. you. We're, right. Well, we, we only know Kedusha from the Malachim. So, but then, but then once we have the secret of Kedusha, we say it. Right, we say it and then they repeat it. And then they go after us. Right, but again, it's the Nusach Svard versus Nusach Ashkenaz. The Yachad. Right, which I assume is that's just a, a line out of the Zohar, right? Right. So it's saying that Yachad, that Malachim and Klai Yisrael are saying Yachad. Most of it. No, it preceded that. I'm sorry. It preceded the Arizal. It preceded the Arizal. Okay. Avu Ikru shall dover. But the main point over here is. After creating all worlds, he created man. After my sabracious, we're last. An amazing creation. A koach that is ma'asif l'cholamachanos, that like has, it's, it, 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 it is a collection of everything. Um, that has within it all of the different elements of light of, uh, uh, that, that, that are from these other worlds that have preceded it. And all of the different elements of Kavod, of Hashem's Kavod, that are parts of the Merkava. And all of those individual powers that are found in all of the upper and lower worlds, all of them are given a koach and part of their essence in the binyan, in the creation, in the building of man. The misbar pratik kochos of Shabbat, and they are all included in the many, many, many kochos of a human being. So coming last means that everything kind of was infused and wired into him. When Hashem created a human, Sidibe called the Yuknin de Rosin Elon de Alma de la Elo. 
he put into him all of the um, the different forms of the of the upper secrets of the upper worlds, and all of the the the, the, the lower ones, all of them are etched into the human, who is the tzelam elokim, so betzalmo means that he has all of these elements as a part of him. And then he says, so, and then he continues, he says, Uber Parshas Tazria, Uberish Parshas Bemidbar, Uber Idra Rabba, different parts of the Zohar, Shem Daf Kuf Mem Aleph Sof Amad Aleph, Uberayim Mehemna, which is another part of the Zohar, Parshas Pinchas, Vechainam Ruzehalashin Yosu Baruch Pitikuno Zar Chadash, Uber Zar Chadash Yisro Maisim Merkava, um, the Yukna the Adam. So this is all like a, dropping a bunch of quotes. The Yukna the Adam the Da Ihu the Yukna the Kolol called the Yuknin that the the image of a man is the image that has within it all of the other images. It just has everything to it. Okay, again, Ayn Hetev Bechol Makomos Haneskarim. Okay, so he says, check out all of those places, if you dare. Vizet, <laughs> what? A little homer. That'll keep you It's like, you know, it's like one thing to like drop like little snippets of like a Mishnah or something, but like, you know, that's just like, you know, like there's a. Vizet Adam. And this is a person. Every single ability that a person has is um, corresponding to a to a world and a power to individual words worlds and power. That's part of the um, uh, part of the 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 the, the full form. Of every koach that exists. So again, all of these things are infused into a person. And then, and similarly, mitzvahs. Every mitzvah is tied to um, the, the upper source of it. Again, all part of the same power of this world. So every mitzvah has within it, this tr- again, this tremendous power. And th- so kind of like what he's setting up for us is, is that you have the human being. And the human being has is connected and wired to every power that exists in this world. You have mitzvos that also are inter... What then follows is that, okay, human being using kochos, doing mitzvos, now we're talking about the ability to tremendously affect those worlds and positively hopefully, impact them in, in, in unbelievable ways. Tremendous responsibility. Tremendous opportunity. Okay. Look at it like that. Tremendous opportunity. 
all of the mitzvahs of the Torah, they all come together in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We, we do have like this way of looking at mitzvahs as like a bunch of separated things, a bunch of individual things. And we don't often think about the idea that um, a person, there's like a sense of like being well-rounded in mitzvahs, that a person can't just say to themselves, I'm like, I like this, or I'm really good at this, and this stuff doesn't speak to me. Because what you're doing is like, you're developing, right, one side of yourself. Never heard that before? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> right. the, the typical person also tends to, to I think, to look at mitzvahs as just, you know, other arbitrary things. I mean, they have re- yeah, there's a reason for it, but, but totally detached from any cosmic effect, so to speak. It's just like, oh, it's like tit for tat. Okay, you know, God said put on tzitzis, he has a reason, you put on tzitzis, you'll get, you know, you'll get a silver dollar up in... Right, right, right. Right, right. No, and, he's also, and, and the point also is that, and, and that mitzvah is also connected to a part of ourselves. So doing the mitzvah is utilizing a part of ourselves to do a mitzvah that also builds ours, builds that element of ourselves. So, you know, you have this sense of like, you know, people come up to Shema, and so one part of this is that people come up to Shemayim and like, you know, it's like that guy who like has one arm, that like, you know, the bicep is like up to here and the other arm is like, you know, he's like this wimpy guy. Like, it's totally imbalanced, un- unbalanced because a person didn't develop all the different parts of himself. And I, I guess probably the other way to think about it also is that the, the interplay of, of all of our organs and limbs that we have in our bodies is so important. Like, you can't say that, like, well, my lung and my heart, two different things. What do they have to do with each other? Like, you know, separate them, right? It doesn't work that way. Everything is so integrated with each other. But our tendency is to look at mitzvahs as, like, what does Shabbos have to do with tefillin? I mean, they're, I can't even do tefillin on Shabbos. They're, they're, they're disconnected. No, somehow, and again, like, you know, the, the, all of these things are interconnected and it's my tefillin on Tuesday that's going to help my Shabbos on Shabbos. And, and, you know, all of these things are somehow, uh, you know, feeding us and, and helping us grow, giving us the, the nutrients that we need to continue to, you know, get somewhere. I think it's in, in the Sefer Shmira Salashon said that every organ that was used for that was used in this world of, of a person that's the way it's going to be yeah, so if you misuse your mouth for example you can go through all of Abba without a mouth right, right, right Yeah, that's, that, that's this idea is that you have this opportunity to build a more or chas v'shalom, the opposite. Okay, so you know what, let's, uh, let's hold it over here. And, uh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Total, total.